Why, hey there. My name is Darcy Jeremy. You're listening to another episode of the Business of Ergonomics podcast. And today, I want to talk about something that I think is going to be extraordinarily valuable to how you run your ergonomics consulting business, or even if you're an in-house ergonomics professional. What I want to talk about today is called the value ladder. And it has this really awesome term for a way that we can position our services that allows us to attract more people, more reach. And you know what that means? Better relationships and more revenue. So let's jump into this episode right now. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. The biggest misconception that I've seen about the ergonomics industry, and this is actually something that's kind of a sore point for me because I truly believe people who are educated in ergonomics um, expertise, that these are some of the smartest people that I've ever seen. We care about what we do. We have a passion for ergonomics and helping our communities. And let's face it. Those of us that can do really quality ergonomics assessments, whether it's industry or office, there's not a lot of us out there. But there seems to be a common misconception that marketing our services is difficult or hard. So what usually happens is that even if you're skilled and you love doing this and it's your passion, there's usually a huge gap between your skill set and the value that you can bring your communities and actually delivering on that and bringing in the revenue. And if you've ever thought that you had to be an expert marketer or go to school to get an MBA before you can grow your services and grow your reach, grow your income, then this episode, I think you're going to get something valuable from. And if you've ever said to yourself that I just want to focus on doing ergonomics and not marketing my services, then this episode is going to be for you too. The reason I'm so passionate about this is that I was there too. I want to talk about how just doing this simple reframe of how we position our services actually not only allows you to market your services, but it allows you to better serve your clients because you know exactly what they need and want. And this episode there's going to be things that you can take with it and run and get traction for your businesses. And it doesn't require you to do any sleazy sales techniques. It's a reframe on how to think about what we offer and a way for us to move our customers forward from just the simple one and done transaction to a mutually beneficial long-term relationship. All right, so how do you do this? How do you position your services in a way that's more conducive for building a long-term relationship? And the why you want to do this is that, first of all, it gives you clarity on what the impact of your services are. And really, 
the point of this is that not only do you have clarity of your price point and the value, it can give your clients the clarity on what they need to move forward with at least first. And really, it opens up their eyes to all the ways that you can help them. It sets you up to position your services for the long term. Um, Like you use this service now, but when you need a workers' compensation issue, or maybe you need new chairs in your office setup, or you know the same thing would set up for industry. It's a passive way to promote your services and transition those one-time customers to long-term customers. I think value ladders are a huge win-win because you are looking to provide value to your clients on so many different aspects of ergonomics, many of which they're not even aware of. And I think it's a really useful way to increase your profit without feeling like a sleazy marketer. Don't get me wrong. Of course, I want, and I want my members of the Accelerate program to be in a situation when a client buys a lot of office ergonomic assessments per se off them. But is that the best for us to make a long-term revenue generating business and make it as impactful as that I know we both desire? My views on this are quite different, okay? And I've always been a one-person run organizations and sometimes I would get these huge contracts. And I like to refer to these as uniform unicorn clients, unicorn clients. And you've probably heard me refer to unicorn clients before. And it means that typically, and this is my past experience, um, in just one quarter, I would do enough office ergonomic assessments. And this is the most extensive type of service that I would offer at the time. Um, And I would be charging upwards of $1,000 for every one of these assessments because there was a lot of value. Um, I could make my entire year's revenue goals in just one quarter. Yes, just one quarter. And it's called unicorn because these types of contracts are very, very special. They're like a unicorn. And quite frankly, it doesn't come around all the time for years or if ever. But I want you to think about this. Sometimes organizations, when they're reaching out to work with an ergonomics consultant, they would be considered to be a true unicorn. So what this means to me is that their employees have never had any ergonomic assistance ever. They have many, many, many employees that need help, and they have a huge budget. And this type of situation is a win-win. They have the budget for someone like me or someone like you to do these full one-on-one office ergonomic assessments because there's a real need there and they have the revenue to support that. But this is my question for you. Are you leaving opportunity for a beneficial long-term relationship for a client that doesn't fall into this unicorn description? And oftentimes the general public has absolutely no idea what we do as ergonomics professionals. The most common thing that I hear even today is that, hey, can you show me how to stretch? I can help people with um, good sitting posture. 
And the only services that we provide are either one-on-one office ergonomic assessments or training, like a lunch and learn. So let's say an organization wants to work with us. They know they need help. They don't know what the most effective way for us to help them is. And they're making the assumption that the only way, the only services that we offer are our most expensive services. And these are expensive for a reason. Um, And I'm referring to the one-on-one office ergonomic assessment because it takes up a lot of our time. However, so it offers a big impact. It's valuable, but the scope of these are just very, very small. And there's a huge misconception that this is the only type of services that we offer. And it's the only thing that if someone is an organization is looking to improve the ergonomics for the workplace, this is the only thing that they can do from us. And in situations like this, I have an entirely different perspective and has definitely shifted through the years of me running Ergonomics Help and running my consultant um, consulting company as well, in addition to coaching a variety of different healthcare professionals who want to grow their ergonomics business. And I would rather lose the battle to win the war. So in saying this, what I mean is that I'd rather get a client in my door to my business with a lesser price service in order to gain a long-term client. Because we all know that it's not as easy as just check, and you can just check out the stats here, that I believe that it's um, not a matter of an injury happening, it's a matter of when especially when someone is working from home. There are organizations that need our help, but they are likely not in a position to do full one-on-one ergonomic assessments, whether it's in person or virtual, um, for those people who need um, our help because there could be a cash flow thing. So what can we offer in terms of value to these organizations to help stop, put out the fire? And also build that long-term relationship. And this is for the one reason of who are they going to call when they need any sort of help? What happens if they need help with new chairs or a worker's compensation claim occurs? Or if someone hurts their back on the weekend and they still have a lot of work to do at work, they can't take the time off work. They have to be productive. These are all opportunities that we can generate more revenue in the long run and make a greater impact for our communities. So who doesn't want that, right? We all love that. We all want to be busy working. We all want to serve our clients. We all want to make revenue. So I want to jump in right now to what the actual value ladder is. Um, I kind of reframed how valuable this is. So not only are we thinking of just one type of services that we're offering our clients, we're looking at all the different ways that we can provide value that um, kind of falls outside of the typical either training or one-on-one assessment. And I want you to picture this. There's two ways to think about this. There's either the value ladder that I've been talking about or the uh, value ascension pathway. 
they to me both things are typically the same thing because it starts with the majority low cost services at the very bottom moderately priced um services in the middle and the most expensive um services at the very top i'll get into this in a bit either way you want to call this you want to call this the value ladder or the or the value ascension pathway I want you to picture your ideal client's avatar's journey. And I hope you're beginning to see how all these different elements that you're being, you, you've been working on, if you've been listening to this podcast or if you're a member of one of my programs, that all these different elements are starting to build on each other. The homework that you've been doing, the, the work that is the unsexy part of building our ergonomics consulting business builds on each other and it's it's starting to really um, grow and grow and grow. And this is where the rubber meets the road and this is where many people start to see traction and the, the picture just starts making sense of how we can get more clients and move our business forward. The value ladder allows you to recognize the ascending value of your services, helping you take your customer on a journey up that ladder. So it's positioned obviously from the cheapest services through to the ones that have the highest profit margins. You can picture it just like a triangle where the majority of people will come into your world and typically consume something for free, like a lead magnet or a free training. And hint, this is a huge hint, you really want to reverse engineer these freebies based on what your other services are, and the journey that you want to take them on. It has to be aligned. And I want you to reframe this. It's not free per se. It's a hook to attract your ideal clients into your world. Members of my Accelerate program use our infographics that are provided every month i give a new infographic they put their logo on the bottom of it and they use this as a lead generator for their business it's one aspect to bring people into their worlds and the reason why i think it's so so great is that it allows you to open that relationship and start that conversation your goal is to use this freebie as a bit of a dis- of a discovery so that you can see what other services that they need and it's it's to use your education and your experience to mitigate the ergonomic issues deal with those hot spots or deal with the other issues that your client is already dealing with and give them a suitable and valuable solution that will help them so let's talk about how this works how you put this plan into action The base of the triangle will be the broader and would have the most hits per se. This should be easily scalable since often when it comes to marketing, it is just a numbers game. From there, you want to make a list of your moderately priced ergonomic services. So this forms the middle of your triangle and there can be a variety of offerings here. These are usually very creative and can work Work on everything from assistance with return to work accommodations to services that are hybrids or combinations of consultations, assessments, and trainings. I really recommend that you spend some time here because this is probably going to be serving the majority of your audience. 
Let's move on to that tip of the triangle. This is the most coveted spot and our most expensive services. For ergonomics consultants, this is usually tied to access to you. Options would include uh, being the on-site ergonomist for a large corporation, for instance, because an organization has access to your knowledge and experience at their fingertips. And because they have this, it means your impact can be quite large. It could be that an organization needs a return to work process, an ergonomics process, or something like that. Or maybe they are contracting your company, again, to be that on-site ergonomist for anything that comes up. And I've done this, and it can be quite lucrative. However, you are also making a sacrifice to your business by the opportunity cost of spending all your time at this organization instead of drumming up business elsewhere. Just something to think about here because I know as entrepreneurs, it's very much about making decisions in your business. And to end this episode, let's tie this to where it first started. It starts with that freebie, figuring out what it is. And I want you to think about this. It could cost you $100 to acquire a customer. But over the lifetime of that relationship, that ongoing relationship becomes valuable. So I'll leave it there for today's episode. I know it was a bit of a longer one. If you're liking what I'm putting together in the Business of Ergonomics podcast, I would really appreciate a review. Um, and you can review that in whatever platform you're listening to this in. Um, otherwise, I can't wait to talk to you about the next episode coming up because it's going to be really good. Until then, take care and chat to you soon. So if you like what you heard in this podcast episode and you want to learn more, you want to learn how other healthcare professionals are already adding office ergonomic expertise to their services and practice, I have a training for you. All you have to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo and you can get started today.